What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. That's good, y'all. So we had started the podcast already, but we had some technical technical difficulties and it didn't record at first. Um, so I well, I apologize. You guys don't know, but she was on her. She was already telling everything about the pandemic and how she went through it or whatever. I don't necessarily want you to have to repeat yourself, but um, yeah, this has happened one other time. Um, my the SD card um, started smoking. Oh, uh, so wow. I had to take it out real quick so it didn't catch on fire because you know mm-hmm. technology. You like you you got you can't live yeah. without it right now, but you know. Yeah, but it has it. Yeah. You know, it's flaws, right? Exactly. So going back to what you were saying, you um, you said that you had caught COVID and that the pandemic mm-hmm. at first wasn't it didn't affect you at first, but now with everything going on basically like the way that you normally would work in the industry and i'm sorry guys this is candace nelson and usually i let them introduce themselves and she did do that (laughs) but that didn't happen (laughs) candace has worked again with beyonce brandy she did some work on brandy's aphrodisiac album wrote a resentment for beyonce um so we have a heavy hitter on the podcast today but um again you can (laughs) Yeah, you gotta t- just take your flowers. I know that you're really, really uh, a I humble, will, I will, a humble person. But you know, sometimes there's there you have to find the level of being humble and still being confident in, your, in yourself and mm-hmm. your abilities, so you don't um, yeah, just for the people listening, so you don't get you know less than what you deserve. Exactly, exactly. I couldn't have said that any better. That is a very hard, hard one lesson. Yes, yeah. I've learned. So, um, so again, you were talking in regard to the pandemic and not being able to work specifically in the the studio with certain artists and stuff, and that was a little more mm-hmm. challenging for you. Yes, for sure. Um, I just it, I think it was a combination of all that. It was just like the world being crazy, and then feeling weird as a result of the world being crazy. And then not really feeling all the way inspired to create anyway. Um, it, it just, I felt like I, I couldn't use that particular gift or those particular gifts at that point. Like I still, um, I would talk to other creatives and listen to their records and stuff like that. And that actually wound up serving as a, a major inspiration for me going forward. Um, they would, they wanted my critique or, you know, to have some feedback from me as to who I think their, their records would be best for. So a lot of that, you know, listening to what they were making in spite of the pandemic, you know, um, really inspired me. I was like, wow, now this is what, this is what it is. Like they've, they've had the same challenges they have the same um, restrictions and all that 
um, not exact same, but as, as it pertains to, you know, just the, the current state of the world at that time. I was like, here they are. They're not letting no mask mandates and all this kind of stuff keep them from going out and collaborating even. Yeah. But it just, it was a struggle for me, I think, just because of everything. Everything just changed so rapidly. And I, I don't know. I, I, I discovered that I was a little more fragile than, um, <laughs> than I thought. Uh, but it was, it was, um, it was good to, to still have a couple people. Like I, I mentioned Jay Dixon earlier, and he is one of those creative people that just, he's one of them. He kept going. Like he kept, yeah. it's always something with him. Like he's always making something and helping someone else bring something to fruition like he's just really dope like that so I was fortunate to have people kind of both jump in and be ready to go whenever I said I was ready and then also lean back and you know what I'm saying and wait me out a little bit when I was tripping that totally makes a whole bunch of sense yeah I feel like for me the pandemic has I, I think you're like me in the aspect where you don't like to be around a whole bunch of people so it, it, <laughs> nope. it's actually been a blessing <laughs> and I'll have to have an excuse not to hang out with people that I don't want to hang out with <laughs> or be rude and tell yep. them I don't want to hang out because everybody <laughs> understands. Um, and yes. then in the process of that, it's, it's shown me relationships that I do want to keep and mm -hmm. relationships that I don't care to salvage or, or anything, whether that be with yes. friends and family or whatever the case may be. That's so true. And then I, just to go off of, to piggyback off that, mm -hmm. you had posted something on your page the other day and I was just like, oh my God, this. Oh. And then the response, there's nothing bad, nothing bad. But, um, um so you posted, it says, <laughs> I've seen people pass the ball to strangers while their person they call family is wide open at the rim. And then someone, um, mm -hmm had commented on the post and it says you might be more willing to give a stranger a chance if you know the family member uh, prone to brick and if y'all don't know what brick means just mm -hmm. missing the shot um and that i just felt mm -hmm. that so much because i've had family members more so recently that i hadn't seen in like two three years and I'm like you don't ever come here but you always go see you know your friends and everything and i'm like well mm -hmm. my friends live down the street <laughs> you live two right, and a half right. hours away <laughs> um and y'all have cars y'all can come and see me if you wanted to but you expect exactly. me to do all the work and do all the stuff to to make sure that the relationship is good while you guys give bare minimums and i'm just yep. supposed to be okay with that. yeah yeah I, I i think it resonated with me for that reason for sure because i've definitely felt that from people but i also because the funny thing is I saw the post first and I was like, ooh, like I have been the person who felt like they didn't get an opportunity and like they were overlooked or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then when I saw that comment, it gave me um it it gave me a little bit of insight, maybe what someone could be feeling. Yeah. Um, especially at certain points in my life when I wasn't as mature and I didn't exactly know um how to how to handle certain blessings mm. you know what i mean and how to handle um uh being being awarded or yeah awarded really certain opportunities 
I didn't really know how to handle that in, in, um, in some cases. And so I felt like when I saw that comment, I was like, Ooh, but that's the, that's the other side of it. Potentially. Yeah. So that was really special to me. I was like, well, I gotta make this a swipe because the first one, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what's that about but then i was like nah because the other person could be looking at it this way i mean there's a few other ways somebody could be looking at it but that was one that made me like wow you know what i wasn't always mature or you know i didn't always have the capacity to see where my shortcomings were and make adjustments so that i could be more of an asset in a situation than a liability yeah that's that's so, so true and speaks like volumes too for just certain people so they can look and think differently at certain situations because yeah. sometimes we always yeah. pull the what was me card yeah. and never think about like what we do or we always want to play the victim. Um, and I've done it. From, I've done it. I can't even lie. Me too. <laughs> um, me too. But I know that um, for me, I think that a change and I remember when I was younger, people always say, well, once you hit 27, like, you'll start to see a change and a shift. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, whatever. But when I hit 27, I like, I started to feel that shame. And I was like, oh, then I, wonder, I don't know what it is about being 27 that you start thinking, you know, and looking at things differently. And then more so recently, I uh, was on Snapchat just looking at snaps that I had posted over the years and stuff. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was like a catch 22 like yeah like dang my mouth my mouth was reckless back then i didn't care what i said <laughs> yeah which it, yeah which can be bad but i was like but i always spoke my mind and i spoke what i felt exactly so i'm like i need mm-hmm. to be able to get that back but with tact into it so i can mm-hmm. still be me but the newer version of me or the upgraded version Mm-hmm. exactly that's a good point so I do have some questions because, you know, I don't want, I want to want my stuff to be dry. Of course. And I came up of with course. some special ones for, for you. Um, so this one's just so random and I, I found it and, I'm sorry, and I tweaked Ooh. it a little bit. But it said, if you could be in the Guinness okay. Book of World Records, what song would you be in there for that you've written or produced? If I could be in the Guinness Book of World Records, Ooh, which one? would be in there i think do okay so if do i tell you the reason that i think it would be in there too okay okay i think oh that's a good one (laughs) because i mean okay on one hand i feel like the the I feel like for, but this is not really super rare though. I don't know. I feel like for resentment to not be a single mm-hmm. and for people to have gravitated toward it and, and felt as strongly as they did, if I was going to be in there, I would say that would have to be the reason or or something like that. It would have to be some kind of kind of niche because, mm-hmm. It's hard to get in there. <laughs> and I don't have nothing like super big like that. I no. Yeah, I I think that's it. And maybe. Okay, so my question also for you is with the resentment, like were you surprised at the how like I feel that it, it got bigger 
like years later when she started really performing it live and everything and it became like this anthem for women that have you know gone through struggles with their significant other and stuff were you surprised at how it kind of took a life of its own oh yeah (laughs) I, i for sure yeah um i always liked it and i felt like I liked a bunch of things about it. Like, I just liked the sample, obviously. And um, it, it's, it was just strange to see other people able to relate to it. Because I, I was kind of, I was youngish. I wasn't super young when I wrote that, but I was youngish, you know. And um, I didn't really, I didn't feel like, you know how you're going through a thing and you don't feel like anyone else can relate to your specific, like, but, um, yeah, so it was kind of weird to, to, like, pick my head up from the notepad and look around and people are like, oh my gosh, I really connect with that and, um, I was, I was going through something in my own relationship or whatever, so it was, I was really surprised. I never really heard that as much until more recently. Strangely, because I was just happy that she did it <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Um, when she recorded it initially, I was just, I was just happy. But to know that people felt it means means a whole lot. That's a different thing. So um, I know the song was placed on other artists before it actually landed on mm-hmm. Beyonce. I know um, Jasmine Sullivan did a version of it. Yes. And so what's so crazy is that like people think because they've heard that quote-unquote demo of the record or that that version of it that jasmine actually wrote the song or and stuff um and i had to correct somebody (laughs) before i was like no jasmine didn't write that i was like i do like jasmine (laughs) sullivan's version but she didn't she didn't write that um but how is how is it just being able to to go in the studio and really being able to either write somebody else's heart or or your own and being able to place that on, on on a different artist um I love that like I I feel like that that's the best part like I like for I like to sit there with someone and even if I don't knowing that they feel something that's really special but also sitting with them and helping them to figure out how to give voice to what they feel is particularly special to me like I love that. I love to kind of to converse with them, see what's going on in their head. Like, what do you feel like today? What'd you do before you came here? Like, and I don't have to necessarily interview them, but just, I like to get a little bit of a, a read, you know, I like to have a second to just chat with them. And if I don't, you know, I, then I'm just, I try to be observant. Um, and then imagine, cause that was the, that was, my well my personal process although I didn't write those records like myself mm-hmm. um Walter Millsap and I wrote those but my personal process was to imagine try and imagine w- what some of what she might be feeling because I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her you know she's Brandy so she mm-hmm. she's not just necessarily um sitting there all day long you know she's out doing her celebrity things and um so while we have the opportunity we just kind of cook up something to the music that um Timbaland had and um 
And that was a big part of the process, like just being observant and trying to put myself in the artist's shoes when I, when, of course, we don't have the opportunity to sit together and like hammer everything out. How many songs did you guys place on that album? Aphrodisiac? I think it was seven. I think it was seven songs. That's a lot. (laughs) That's the whole dang album almost. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was quite a few. It was, it was. That was surreal to me, but how, it's how, just so, huh? I was gonna ask which one. Which one was your favorite uh, off of that album that you guys did? Uh, I'd have to say it was. Should I go? Oh, I love that one. Should I go? Should I stay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my personal favorite. Um, yeah, because it was just. Uh, that was me, like, trying to imagine what she must be thinking. Mm-hmm. Because when you, I'm sure, and at that point, I'm thinking, this is me saying, at that level, she probably still has to deal with some of the some of the things that are not so pleasant that come along with being in this. Yeah. But, so she has to be, like, and then that, that's it. Like, I'm standing on the edge of the industry, wondering if it's all that important to me, like, I would imagine if I was like financially straight, I would probably be like, hmm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you are really what? <laughs> so it's, that's amazing. That's- I I always bring up the whole um, Latoya and Latavia situation like that because they mm-hmm. Latavia didn't hadn't had to work because of Destiny's Child was a phenomenon after she had yeah. it, like it literally launched right after wow. they had left group i'm gonna say left the group uh, yeah. Yeah. um and to not being not having to work like an actual nine to five and everything because you're getting these royalty wow. checks plus the 10 percent or whatever off of anything destiny's yeah. child does to this day wow like and then the toya made a had a business from it and then was able to help fund some of her demo tracks that later became her singles. So, you know, yeah, I'm like, why can't I be in a boy band? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I can sing. Wow. That that's big. I never knew that. Yeah. And the only reason I know that, cause she was Latavia ended up on, I think that show was R&B divas. And she was saying that she yeah. never had to, to actually work because of destiny's child. Wow. So, you know, that's, it's crazy that, you know, the, like, the right, the back end, the writing and stuff like that, and then getting percentage of certain stuff, and then being in this mm-hmm. big, the biggest group of all time. That's crazy. So my next question for you is, actually, before I go into another question, I mm-hmm. must I always like to play some music, so I'm actually going to play one of your records. This record okay. actually was not released; it uh, leaked years ago. And it's uh, one of my favorite songs. So um, you're like, what song is it? But here we go. This record is by you called Fallen. Oh, yeah. Never this easy 
myself away Tried to fight it but I can't But tonight I surrender My body to you Make this night last forever I love what you do That's Fallen by Candace Nelson. But I actually do want to play the end because the bridge is like my favorite part of the song. <laughs> so I'm going fast forward to play that. <laughs> just feels good i feel like i remember that leaked or whatever god knows how long ago <laughs> um it's been a minute minute what was that that had to be like 2012 or something yeah it's been a minute it's been a minute that <laughs> that leaked um and i just remember like i i read i recognize songs by what kind of car i had at the time i've had several different cars <laughs> Yeah. But I just remember like playing that and just feel feeling it because I, I don't know I just like were, was that song like a demo to be placed on somebody or were you gonna keep that for yourself or you know what that song hits very different right now um like literally wow um Jim Jim Bean I've been out there to his studio a magical place a number of times and that was just one of those times we would go in and he would be like let let's just make something he would start playing stuff and i would just start singing to it or he would start playing stuff and then he would start singing to it and then we would like write together that was one of them ones i don't even remember how it came together it just I remember us just doing it because we wanted to do it. Like we we didn't have any artists in mind. We would just link up to work to see what came out mm-hmm. sometimes. And um, we did that song and oh my God, like, yo, I can't even, that's crazy. That brings back <laughs> so many great memories, but also remembering the headspace that I was in personally and and we kind of like talked about it and everything like you, you know it feels like an era you yeah. know what i mean it feels like the era that like is responsible largely for me wanting to even write songs and you know 
it's crazy because it. I'm I'm at a loss for words. I'm surprised you hit me. (laughs) (laughs) You got me with that record. You got me with that one. I'm over here. Wow. Oh my god. I'm stunned. I can't believe I'm speechless. I talk so much. (laughs) Um, because oh, that's crazy. Me and we talked about it, and we were like, this is like, this is this is our. It was like an ode to that. It was an ode to specifically like Faith Evans, Chucky yeah. Thompson, like Mary. So that's why even hearing it is like, oh my God. Oh. oh. Yeah, it feels good. You can, like, you feel the, like, like I feel nowadays a lot of songs, I'm not going to say a lot of songs because there are some artists that are still doing it, but like, you'll listen to a record and you can feel the emotion or what they're, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't really happen that often nowadays, but I felt in that particular song, like you, like you felt it. Like, so you want, like, who's ever listening to it, you want to sing the bridge, you want to hit the notes, you want to like, cause you just feel like, you know, you just, you're in that mm, place. Nice. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. that's probably one of my favorite songs. I'm happy that it leaked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. too. <laughs> Um, so get back into some more dialogue. Um, just using just one word, just one word, name something that okay. drives your success. One word. Hmm. Okay, wait. <laughs> I feel like I got one, but I'm like, is that what I really okay? One word. I would have to say love. I would have to say love and and you know, just do you just want the one word or you want me to tell no, you? No, explain why? it, explain it. Oh, okay, okay. Um I, I feel like I've been yeah that's exactly what the word is um different points at different points in my life I have been on the quest for my what my idea of love was at that time so and that always fueled the creativity but um and I noticed I've noticed recently that the tone of what I make has changed over the time based on what my idea of love was Mm -hmm. and I think I have a a firmer grasp on what love actually is now than I did when I was younger and and have you asked me that question let me tell you something you're changing lives with this okay because with your platform thank you haven't you asked me that yeah that that gave me um I just it just made something really uh, clear to me now, which is that I can't really when I when I consider it like that, or or when I, I talk about um, my past experiences and how they have fueled my art or whatever, um, I'm less inclined to to throw all those years away. Like mm-hmm. most of the time, I'm like, oh, I wish I could throw 
Wish I could throw like, you know what I'm saying, oh 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 seven, oh eight in the trash. <laughs> but <laughs> but but speaking of it that way and knowing that those experiences were kind of molded into some art, you know, kind of can't be mad at it. I'm glad you asked me that. Yeah. And I've had experiences like that too, where people are like, Oh, I don't regret anything and I'm just like, Well, I don't necessarily think I regret anything. However, yeah. I would have like, knowing what I know now, if I would have known that yeah. then, I would have done things differently. However, the mm-hmm. way that I did things then, I needed to because if I didn't do some of those things that way, I wouldn't have learned what I know now. If that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that past led you to now exactly really essentially you know and it i just think it's so crazy just to be even to sit here and talk to to you um or just any artist in general like i literally mm-hmm. started meeting artists off of my space that's how i met sky <laughs> um and then yes, i met tamel off of, off of youtube i met k michelle off of twitter and i was able to build relationships wow, really? yeah i was able to build relationships just off of social media like it's so crazy that like i think about it now i'm just like i was mm-hmm. i guess ahead of my time then but now i find it so mm-hmm. hard to i'm like maybe i'm just old now <laughs> but i find it so hard to just be able to find find the same traction that i did once before with meeting meeting people but i think that one thing was because it was more I was just doing it just because I really wanted to to meet these people or just tell them something good like oh this yeah. song moved me or something like that and even specifically exactly. with K. Michelle I remember when she had posted this I had I heard one of her songs it was like can't can't I don't know what the song's called um but she, it was can't one raise of, a man no 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 it was like one of her first songs ever that they they released um oh Actually, let me look it up because it's going to bug me now. Yeah. Um, as I know the song. But um, I remember hearing that and I played that all the way to work when mm. I was working at Perry Ellis at the time and all the way back. And then months later, she was mm-hmm. singing on a piano where they do that at. And mm. I was just like, oh, my God. So I started sending it to people on Twitter on Twitter because I'm like, you got to hear this. Like, it's so real. And like, you know, people aren't making songs like this anymore. And um, she actually DM'd me because she's seen that. And she was like, what's your number? Like, you know, she wanted to meet me. Um, we don't talk. That's cool of her, too. Yeah. Um, and we built a friendship off of that. Can't Go On is what the song was called. Mm. Um, but um, it, it's been those type of things that have actually got me to, like, you know. And then I'm like, oh, I want I would love to be in the music industry. So I would, like, hit up, like. Uh, Melrose at the time, Myla and Akili. And yeah. I'm like, oh, if you guys need anything. And I made like some covers for them for the songs that they had dropped with uh, Adonis and V Cox. Um, nice. And then I hit up Sophia Fresh. Like, you know, I just, you know, wanted to just help people. Yeah, you were, you were, yeah, you were networking, putting yourself and your skills out there. Exactly. And I didn't, and like, and I feel yeah. like that, that <laughs> the best thing personally about me is that um, a lot of things I don't necessarily know how to do. But I'll figure it out if you need it done. Like, um, or I'll find somebody that can get it done, yes. with, you know? And I think that, that exactly. that's um, been probably my biggest uh, thing for me to be able to help artists is because, like, I may not know everything, but I can, I know the resources or I can find something to get this mm. done or try to build, you know, stuff. And then my friend today, like my brother, he was telling me, like, um, 
or maybe it was yesterday he told me this he's all like it's really amazing how you build relationships like you build relationship mm. easily and i'm like huh and like i never really thought of it like that or thought that like you know yeah that, as a gift or yeah yeah it so, is so but this isn't about me this is about you so how did you <laughs> it's about us yeah. how did you get into the music industry like what how did or how did you even know like once you got in that this is this is for me or do you still struggle with that today? Uh, I do, I do. Um, we, um, I know JQ and I have talked at length about like the imposter syndrome that mm. we felt at certain points in our careers and stuff. And I think the more I talk to other creatives the more I'm learning, this is a more common, uh, I don't want to say problem, but it's like a, it's a mindset that um, we can find ourselves in sometimes. It's like, I guess if you look around and you feel for any reason that you aren't measuring up to, um, it doesn't even have to be success. It could be the ideal of other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or of people, uh, more specifically, I think people that you admire. Um, that really, that does it. But, and, and it's not those people's fault. I had to learn. Um, Cause it was like, at first I would feel bad. I would feel negatively about my gifts or whatever. Like, oh, well, this isn't good enough. I'm not able to do this or that, or like this person or that one. But um, then I felt, then I would be like, well, why would they want me to feel this way and whatever? What would make them say anything like that to me or allude to the fact that I'm not enough? But it wasn't really that. I think people just, we all tend to stand on what what we believe to be true. Yeah. So if someone, you know, for someone to say, well, you should really try doing it this way, or you should really do this like that person does, or Mm -hmm. they're, they're having this success because they're doing it this way. And it could be true. Right. And, And usually it is, but they're having the success because the success is for them to have. It doesn't, you understand, like, What's meant yeah, for you, like, it's always gonna be for you. Yeah, like, if I put on their whole outfit and start hanging out with all the same people and go to the same studios they go to, and all <laughs> I could try and like adopt every part of their process and of their formula, and I might not have the same outcome. Yeah, it's kind of like. <laughs> I don't want to, sh- I'm not trying to shade this person at all, but I think of it like yeah, no. the whole Nicole Scherzinger thing, Pussycat mm-hmm. Dolls, amazing, blew up everything, but Solo, even though she was the main singer and really the only singer, Solo, it just could not, she couldn't find the same traction, and it's so mm-hmm. odd because she was literally, from what they've said, she was the only one in the studio, like, recording the records, so, like, she, same process, but literally it goes to show that, like, if it may be the similar process, but for her, she needed to be in that group for her to actually yeah. be out there. Granted, she's done great things yeah. on TV and other stuff like that. I'm not knocking any of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. But for her, to, she was not able to cra- catch the same level of fandom she did when she was in the Pussycat Doll. So it's so crazy how yeah. stuff like that happens. 
it works. It goes like that so often. And I mean, shoot, I've tried to adopt other approaches and all that stuff because, you know, when you're, when you're more impressionable, I won't even blame like youth. Um, but when you're more impressionable and you're, you haven't really um, come to understand that your, your gifts are sufficient for mm. lack of a better word, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're, um, I guess, likely to do. It's like, okay, I want to get this right. And I want to take advantage of all these opportunities that I have. But I also don't want to, and you feel, I mean, I guess then you feel like this is the way to secure that for myself. Yeah. It worked over there. Let me try to do it that way. And um, that's just not, it doesn't always work. Yeah. Have you? Did you watch at all the um, BT presents the encore when they were building the group uh, um, with the old uh, group members from Seven O Two, Cherish, Black. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. You didn't even hear about it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, girl, you've been under a rock. Well, I'm, it's, it's been. A, <laughs> I'm telling you, I. <laughs> it's been I out was for just seven. about to say. It's been a, 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 for what? I'll I'll DM you some stuff um of them. Yeah. But um. So basically, they brought um, Carlos King, um, who was like the face or the behind the scenes of originally the Atlanta Housewives and stuff, brought mm. these. And I don't know if you've seen um, the clip that went viral last year of like Akili from 3LW talking to Farah that was in Destiny's Child. Uh, oh, girl, I got some stuff no. to send you. But anyway, so long story short, he put these women together. So it was um, 702 Misha and Irish. Um, the Cherish, the twins wow. from Cherish, um, Nivea, um, Pam from Total, who else is in mm-hmm. there? Um, Aubrey O'Day from Danny D. Kane, and I don't want to forget nobody. Wow. And Keely from 3LW, if I didn't say that. Um, so put them in, there was nine of them in this, this house or whatever, trying to basically form a super group in a sense. And what? when it first started, I was like, I was watching it with my mom and I, t- I was like, nine girls in a group that's too many people like Mm -hmm. like i think june's diary needs to drop a member and that's just because five i feel like five (laughs) is too many yeah um like this isn't back how it used to be back in the day but i and i then i think of like cost i'm like well you guys would be able to make more money if you dropped Mm -hmm. a member really they could Mm -hmm. drop two but that's a conversation for another day Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but um so they put the, together a lot of the girls just wanted to some of the girls wanted to sing lead on the records and and Fallon and Fa, Fallon and Felicia, uh, the two cherished twins, mm-hmm. amazing, talented. Um, Felicia's written like she did the Peaches song for Justin Bieber, um, among a lot of other songs. So she's, she's I getting read hit, about that. Yeah, she's wow. getting hits right now. And she basically wrote majority of the records and produced the records. Um, wow. and so, nice. um, it ended up only being four girls at the end because <laughs> the other girls end up leaving. Um, yeah. but I noticed that with, um, uh, Irish and, uh, Misha from 702, I was telling my mom, mm-hmm. I'm like, they, this is why they didn't, why 702 broke up. Like you have a lead singer and I'm not saying that you guys can't sing lead or sing a part on something songs or whatever, but you have to know your place when you're in a group. If you mm. don't know your place, it's gonna, you know, 
And this is that what happened, yeah. you know, before you guys wanted to sing lead. And I mean, standing next to me, Mila, like, that's like SWV, like, you know, like, yeah, I understand you want to sing lead, but it's Coco, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, so mm -hmm. you might be able to have a part here and there, but most of the time Coco's going to sing because not everybody got a voice like Coco, like, that's what, you know, right. and you got to mm -hmm. learn your part. And I feel like that's why Destiny's Child and when they were the four worked so well, because all the members knew their part. Beyonce singing lead, Kelly can sing some of the lead parts or whatever, and mm -hmm. we're going to sing back up. But when we are in front of people, we're the ones that are talking because we're better. Have, we have better talking mm -hmm. skills and communication skills, and it just works. And I feel that um, I think that they a lot of egos got in the way of those girl groups and whatever. And mm. and I'm just like, well, it didn't work out with you in that other girl group for the same reason as this is because you guys are trying to do something that God's saying that that's not your place to be in. Mm. Like it, you should be okay being by, in the back. Um, doesn't mean that no like. Some of like even when Latavia and Latoya didn't sing at all, people mm -hmm. loved them. You know, some of them thought that Latoya was like, you know, they loved Latoya more than Beyonce. So like, there's always going to be yeah. a place for you, just like with In Sync. You know, like same thing. Like, yeah, Justin Timberlake might be the biggest one right now, but like I remember when In Sync when they were at their height, a whole bunch of people loved JC or you know what I'm saying. Like so. I just think mm -hmm. that, like, no matter what you're doing, whether it's a regular job or whatever, you have to know your place and not go beyond that unless yeah. it's your time. Yeah, it's important. I, I agree to some degree because, like, you have to, I think as long as there's a plan, right? Yeah. If, if at the beginning, it's like, okay, this is our plan, this is our formula, then that's the formula and to you know i think it, it creates too many it could potentially because i don't know anything about any of these groups specifics but it could potentially create um too many waves once um i mean if there's you know because this is the thing the outside influences are coming mm -hmm. the people are going to start coming around whispering in the ears and man how come you don't ever sing lead? You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's just going to happen. You know, it's it's just, you have to expect it. So that, I think having a plan in place and having everyone in agreement, this is how we're rolling out, um, protects the unit from that. Because it's coming. Yeah. It's definitely coming. Definitely. Yeah, and there's no no getting away around it. Mm -mm. Um, but yeah, so I think that uh, you, yeah, it's on BET. If you have BET Plus, you know, you can watch, watch I it. I got to see this. Yeah, it's yeah, really good though. The songs that they came out with, it's a six, the EP's out now too. Um, they're called, they came up with the name Blueprint. Oh, um, did I say I that? did. Okay. I haven't been all the way under a rock. I saw Blueprint and I was like, wait a minute. You must have posted it. I did. I did post that. Yes. yes. Okay. Because I saw that and I was like, wait a minute. And then I read, I don't know if I read in the caption or if I heard somewhere else, because maybe somebody else posted it, that they were, um, that there were more girls in the group yes. to start with. And I remember thinking, what? How come I didn't know about this? Yeah, it, they just had the season finale last week. Um, oh, and Shamari from Black. I apologize, Shamari. That's who I was forgetting. I knew I was forgetting somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, man, I'm in. And, like, they, like... Keely, um, I, um, I'm a fan of 3LW, not so much Cheetah Girls, but, like, I felt like she was meant to be 
in that group. And I know she didn't not want to be in the group. If you want to watch the show, she did not want to be in the group. Everything, Keely. She just wanted to be creative director for the stuff. And she did not want to be in the group at all. And so it actually uh, came that she's actually in the group now. And, like, she has a stage presence that's undeniable. Like, so just to go along what we were saying. Yeah, like, when you, when it's supposed to, when it's for you, it's for you. Like, you know, you can't, you can't Mm -hmm. run from it. You can't, you know. So getting into some more music before we get into some more dialogue, because, you know, I got to play some music. Um, Yes. I'm going to play some <laughs> off of your pro- your project. Wrong phone. I'm not going to get anything off of that phone. <laughs> um, and this is like one of my favorite written songs. Um, it's called Our Man. And we're going to get some dialogue after this one. So here is Our Man okay. by Candace Nelson. Just put them on the phone, girl You ain't gotta lie Know that he's there Know that he's there Cause when he's not here Know that he's there with you You ain't done nothing wrong, girl You're a victim in this crime Know that he cares Know that he cares But the thing about all men Just one of many Just another cute place That was staying her place No threat to my happy ending and Then I saw you together I hadn't really seen them that happy forever Then I said to myself There goes my happy ever after Cause I know what it feels like To be the other woman I know we can't shake them overnight But this ain't what I had in mind Now I know what it feels like To be the other woman So I wash my hands You can have all That's so, so deep um, of a record. And just, <laughs> and I think that there's so many women have been in a situation um, that mm-hmm. they, men too, but women, um, that they've been <laughs> cheated, cheated on and they mm-hmm. know that they're being done wrong. But and just like you said, I was hoping that it was just, you know, just pretty face and nothing serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because then if it's nothing serious eventually he'll stop it and then we'll be yeah. happy ever after oh yeah absolutely and what what um where did you i mean have you been in this experience have you where yes did you get... actually um it it's really interesting because i <laughs> i've actually seen that from both perspectives so 
I when I was presented with the opportunity to write this record, I was like, oh, this is I mean, the subject matter. I just I'd be kind of surprised that this isn't something that we hear more often or like yes. this particular perspective. But the, I mean, on one hand, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I guess it's not a popular thing to admit <laughs> that you ha- had some experience with. <clears throat> but on the other hand, it's like, it's kind of like everywhere you look, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, because the, the situation has come about so many different ways that it's almost like you definitely, what I loved about it was it kind of, it's about concession. It's about concession of the, like the person who felt like they were, to use some pop culture lingo here, I guess. <laughs> the person who felt like they were the main is actually feeling like the side. Yeah. So it's like, she's telling the the girl, like, I know what it feels like to be mm-hmm. the other woman. That's what I am in this whole triangle, apparently, yeah. because you're the preferred you know what I'm saying? Significant other right now. And I'm like on the outskirts of the situation. So it, it, um, I, I really, it was important to me that I was careful about the perspective that it wasn't like you so-and-so and whatever. Cause like I said, these situations come about a bunch of different kinds of ways. Yeah. And if you are a, you know, someone who is, has experience some life and you you understand that then it's like you know what what's my real feeling let me let me burrow into this mound of feelings and see what's at the base of it you know um only then can you really heal because if you're you can only heal from the truth from the truth out yeah i know there's a part in the song i think it's like the end and you say forgive me if i'm wrong that you can have mm-hmm. our man. All he did was ever, all he ever did was hurt me anyway. Yeah, you know. Um, so it just mm-hmm. gives perspective. Like, yeah, I really want to be with this person, but when I really sit back and think about it, what am I really fighting for? Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that you said that perfectly because that that's the real question. Is there anything here that's even worth my time and energy? Yeah, there's this Latoya Luckett song, um, and it has, like, this important line, and let me remember it. Um, she bit, oh, gosh, and I know the line because I say it often. I think about it often. Um, but basically, she, basically the line saying that, like, she fell in love so fast and never really had a reason to really fall in love with the person so fast. So now mm-hmm. that she's, it's time for her to fight for the relationship, she's like, well, what am I really fighting for? Because I never, like, you're not giving me any reason to fight. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. So my favorite mm-hmm. question on my podcast that I ask people is, um, it's from <laughs> a K. Michelle song, 10 Minutes with God. If you had 10 minutes with God, what would be the one question that you would ask him? Hmm. The one question. Hmm. 
I would ask if he like I would ask if he could make the way plain. Like I don't have to I don't necessarily have to see the whole thing, but like just I know there's a lot of choices mm-hmm. of direction. So I would I would want to I would want him to make the way plain. And maybe it's playing already and I just got a bunch of distractions, but I would want to, I would want him to make the way plain, like by any means, just make it very clear where I'm supposed to be in the next moment at all times. Like I don't got to see the whole map, but. Do you think that, um, that you, do you think that you get in your own way sometimes? Um, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, uh, I would want to know that, like, cause if, if I know if it's labeled, <laughs> if it's labeled, like, this is the way right here, like, don't, don't even look the other ways, like, this is it. If it's labeled, then it's like, all right, I'll, I'll take that next step. But maybe that's, that's kind of like asking to see the whole map, though. <laughs> and I know that that's part of the, the journey. That's, yeah, part of it is is just yeah, the wrong way sometimes gets you where you need to be, and and you learn some um you get conditioning when you when you go the wrong way too, because there you learn agility and endurance yeah. and all that kind of stuff from going the wrong way. If it's all you yeah. know, what I mean, pink berry and roses and stuff, then. It's funny that my so the full title of my podcast, even though you can't see it, it's create your own story to find your journey to freedom. And journey to freedom oh. journey to freedom I got from Michelle Williams. Shout out to Michelle. Um oh. and that's what I was gonna name my life coach business, but it's called Create Your Story now too. And I think that um it, a lot of times people want to get to the destination and they don't realize that the excitement and everything great is in the journey. You know, it's not the destination. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we often look past that. Um, I do have another That's question. Very true. What mistakes and or lessons do you feel that you, that you feel you, you, you've made, but that you still continuously make? Um, trusting. I can be, I can be too trusting sometimes. Uh, and I can be too, um, what do you call it? I, I hate to say it, too transparent. Mm. I hate to say it, but I mean, I put it like this. I've, I've recently decided not to, because I'm adamant about showing up authentic to places, I'm Mm. adamant about that or to situations or whatever I've learned or I'm, I, I want to remember I'm going to say I've learned because that would mean I got it mm-hmm. but I want to remember that um, there are pl- when I when I when I show up to a place and I'm authentic or to a situation and I'm authentic then I expect that will inspire others to be same mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't in every every situation. So I'm like, all right, it's not that I need to stop showing up authentic, 
then it's that I need to stop showing up there. Yeah. Period. So I would say those are my two, like trusting um, people to be who they say they are and then being too transparent. I feel that spiritually. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I think for me, it it is... um, so on one of the other podcasts that I played, I don't know if you've seen the interview from Nivea that she had um, with Candy more so mm-hmm. recently. It's an hour long. It's a must. Oh, it's I heard really, about it. It's really like she's had it hard. Um, but mm. there's something that she says in that. Actually, let me see if I have it. I can play play it. Okay. Um, hold on, wrong what phone. Give me a second. Because it would just really like spoke to me on a a really, really spiritual level. And mm. I was just like, this is me. Like, um, so I do want to, hold on, let me find this audio. Where is it? At? Where is it at? Here it is. Perfect. So this is the audio, and then I can uh, express to you why. Okay. I really go overboard with love. Like, I will drown in, in the other person. What's your Very sign? unhealthy. Aries. March Aries. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's your sign? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, it's not, hel- it was, it's not healthy to be that way. I'm mm-hmm. still working on that, actually. Uh, bam. Girl. And giving myself what, you know, I need instead of, I'm such a, I want to please you person. Mm-hmm. Not even just in relationships, in all my relationships. Um, in life period with my family and my friends like I will overdo it I'll take so much from me for you mm-hmm. which ended up taking me out damn near and hurting you yeah I got real 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 low and I never get that low again thank you lord but I got so low because I was depleted mm-hmm. I had nothing for me I wasn't I couldn't inspire I couldn't be optimistic anymore I couldn't pump myself back up I, it just was I had nothing left so that's from that interview, mm. and I feel and she, I'm Aries as well. So I'm like, maybe it's an Aries thing, but like I feel <laughs> that I I do that with people that I'm close with, the relationships that I have, that I try to be everything that they're missing in a sense, so they mm-hmm. don't have to feel a void of some sort. But by doing that, then I am losing a part of myself that I need for me to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's something that I'm currently still dealing with and learning Um, but it's something that I've seen so many times and God has shown me the signs so many times and it's Mm -hmm. like okay what do I have to do differently um so I don't allow this to happen um but it's a progress (laughs) it's a process it is it definitely is exactly I've I've wow that was um that's pretty deep like I I know I felt that way. Um, and then I had, like, I think over when I was sick, I didn't have any anything to do but be, like, introspective and all that kind of stuff, which which was great, actually. Um, but I, I, I find myself wrestling with some feelings about certain situations and about how certain things went down with, with, with people and 
And then I was like, okay, yeah, you gave. You showed up and you gave and you and you tried to cater and all this. And then I asked myself, why? Why did you do that? And it wasn't for me as simple as me just being a giving person. It wasn't that simple for me. Um, you know, I really examined some of my origins and, you know, cause we're, we're, uh, we've been conditioned. Mm-hmm. So I really sat with that and, and I came to the conclusion that a lot of who I show up to be is because of what I'm hoping to get in return. Um, which, which is, is, is human. Like it's, it's human, but I'm going to present and I'm going to conduct myself in a certain way in certain relationships or partnerships, whatever, um, so that I can extract something from that. Now, what that thing is and, and, the, and uh, the purpose I'm hoping it'll serve in my life just depends on, depends on the year, I suppose, or the, the era. But um, yeah, so that it still sort of comes, it's still like the, the, what do you call it? The ownership is still mine because I make a choice how I'm going to present and how I'm going to show up to situations and that, uh, that really helped me when I looked at it that way. It was like, okay, so, but why do I want, why do I want the stamp of approval from this person so much? Why do I want? this affection so much and why do I and it's usually that or for me it's been that I don't the greatest love of my life is God so if I am not giving all this stuff that I'm willing to throw at people to Mm -hmm. him first what could I possibly expect to gain from this yeah like I, I, I really had to ask myself crazy that, like, that you said that i've been feeling that let's see that that shows that we were supposed to be here right here and i was supposed to hear that exactly i have yeah, been thinking yeah, that for the last know. couple of weeks or whatever i'm like i need to get uh-huh. back into my bible or i need to do this i need to do that or yeah because even being single or whatever like i've i've grappled with that and it's like oh man like uh and or or if you're I should say if you're like talking to somebody or whatever the case may be, it's like you want them to regard you. You want them to um regard you a certain way and you want them to treat you a certain way and you want all these things. And I've even in the past guilted people for not doing the things that I wanted them to do. It was like, Well, you see that I'm over here doing XYZ and blah, blah, blah. And then I don't I don't even remember when it was but it popped in my mind like when you read about love and you read about God and what he asked, it's like, what I sound like that. I sound like I simply asked that you do this for me. Yeah. I, this is what I want. And, but then I'm like, Oh, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm a terrible, <laughs> I'm the terrible relationship for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So Seriously. I, that helped me get real with myself about a couple of things. That's awesome. Um, okay, I asked this question too on every podcast. If you could mm-hmm. have past, present, or 
well, I can't say future because that makes no sense, but past or present, <laughs> if um, <laughs> you can speak to three people, what three people would they be and what would the conversation be? Past or present, if I could speak to three people. Repeating the question helps me to paint the picture of my mm-hmm. answer. Uh, okay. Three people, past or present. Mm, that's a really good one. Three people, past or present. Uh, I would want to talk to, I'm just thinking about like impact. Like I would want to talk to probably I would want to talk to Marvin Gaye because I would want to know the true source of that that haunting quality that some of his latter music had. I would want to know the true source of it if he would be willing to tell me. But there's yeah, it was a, a really haunting quality to some of his music, even to me. But I would wanna, I would wanna ask that. Um, who else? Oh my goodness! Um, past or present? I would want to talk to. Who would I want to talk to? I feel like I would want to talk to. I would want to talk to Aaliyah because I would want to know um, like where what drove her to, like where where she Aaliyah because oh, okay. I would want to know where she had a special kind of or she presented to us like a special kind of cool it was very yeah. she was very cool and I would want to know like why like how are you able to be how were you able at that age to be cool because you know how you see like recording artists have confidence you know what I'm saying performers and stuff because that's what they've been working at that for years and years and years with rehearsals and all that stuff but it's a different thing to just to you can't really pull off cool if you're not cool that's true you know what I'm saying and I felt like she had it kind of young so I don't know if that came from some kind of training or what, but I would want to ask her that. Um, okay, so now somebody passed a present. Those are just like for real. I would want to, I want to talk to them about those things. Um, I would want. Oh shoot. This is hard. I get one more. Hmm. Um. Like who? Who do I want to know? Have? Who would I want to extract that information or some information from? Or what kind of? Okay. Um. I'd have to say. 
I'm trying to think of somebody that I don't have a lot of information about. Because, you know, like, I could say Oprah, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's an open book for yeah, the most part. Yeah. You could be like, girl, how did you get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, how are Google you, it. you? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I, I just feel like she's an open book. So I'm trying to think of someone that I don't know much about, but that I'm intrigued by or that I was intrigued by. Um, this is so hard. The questions be good. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, I, I think, you know who else I think I might want to talk to? I might want to talk you know who I would talk to? I would want to talk to Mary J. Blige. Wow. I swear to God, you took that out of my mind. Right, right now, real? I was thinking that. Because I was thinking, I was just like, I was like, I never, I always forget to mention, you wrote Take Me As I Am, right? Yeah, I always forget. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I say your name, Brandy and Beyonce, but how could I forget about Mary J? <laughs> yeah, I would want to talk to her. Because like, and I'm trying to think, what would I want to ask? I don't even know that I would want to ask her any one thing. Okay, but one question that I would want to ask is is what it was like for her to be, like, how did she handle, and this might be in her documentary, because let me tell you something. I didn't watch that yet. Me neither. Because that's an event for me, and I need yeah. to be I need to be locked in. Have but you people seen have told me, Black is King yet? Is that what it's called? Black is King? Yeah. No. Me neither. No, because I, need to I want to see it. I just right. me I, when I watch certain things, I'm like always doing something else, or I'm with my phone or something like that, and I'm just like, crap, I missed it. But so I know when I watch that, I gotta yes. turn the phone off. <laughs> Nothing else yes. matters in this moment. I am saying, you know, I do that with albums too. Like yeah. I will, I don't care. I'm waiting. I need to listen to this album, and I know I'm going like, I don't want to be like driving and like fussing about traffic or just, you know, yeah. I don't want it to be kind of a background noise kind of thing. I want to hear the album i want to focus on it so um yeah so that's how i felt about the my life documentary and i'm that's why i haven't seen it um but i i think i would want to know what what it was like what celebrity what it was like to like wear the celebrity for her Mm -hmm. because she had she just had this tough exterior at the beginning at least for me it seemed like she had a tough exterior so it was like i've wondered i always wondered what it was like for her to wear the fame at the beginning like when did it hit you that you were a famous person and what did that feel like was it weird was it were you afraid of it like i would want to know stuff like that yes that's awesome i i uh love mary j i've seen her three times in concert Oh, my God, I love uh, her. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's not just a concert when you go to her. Like, you get a testimony of some sort that you can take uh-huh. with you. Um, So I've I've seen her when, before she got the divorce, after the divorce. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was, it, and I tell you, like, she said some good stuff before, but after the divorce, like, it was, like, night and day. Like, you could tell when she was happy. And, like, mm. she was still going through it or whatever. And she, you know, but she was both genuine in what she was saying on both 
fronts of uh, yeah. the street. I've never had the pleasure of seeing her live. I've never oh, had the privilege. How not? You wrote live. for her. She sings your song too. She has sang it. I don't. Oh. I don't think the first time I went, yeah. she did sing the song. But the second concert, she didn't sing it. Yeah, like I'm sure you know, it's out of the rotation after a certain amount yeah. of time. So, but I would have, I would have loved to have seen her perform it. I, I didn't, so I didn't get the opportunity. And you know what? I don't. It would something like that. I would, I would definitely do. But I, I don't really like to go to concerts. I don't like. Really, being, I love concerts. No, That's I hate. Fun. I hate to go to concerts, but to be honest, though, I, it was different to see the <laughs> Beyonce's on the run to Beyonce. Beyonce and Jay. Yeah, that was very different. I was like, I can't believe how hyped I am right now. Wait a minute, <laughs> I don't jump, I don't dance. Yeah. Like, what is happening? It's like that was crazy. I'm not gonna lie, I was so hyped. That was great. So maybe I don't hate concerts so much. I don't know. Maybe you just going to the wrong people. <laughs> that could be it. Have you seen Brandy live? That could be it. No. Oh my god! When I tell you, so, I've seen her three times as well. So amazing. I've, I'm sure she is just like vocally. And, 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 yeah, vocally, and then just entertaining, like dancing and everything, and still being mm-hmm. able to, you know. And I'm just to like, do, yeah. yeah. And the runs, the riffs, and yeah, Ooh. it's crazy i've seen monica you're not missing much uh, <laughs> oh, she sounds amazing gosh. don't get me wrong she sounds amazing um that's but she's just it's kind of like whitney houston instance where it's the voice that you want to page into or mariah carey it's you know mm-hmm. but she's not that interactive with the fans or and stuff but when i tell you her background singers are I, like her background singers put on a better show than she did that's how good oh, they are. You so? Yeah, like they, she let them each do a solo song, k- killed. Like I was more here for that. What the background singers and I love Monica. Like I love her music. I'm gonna tell you, like for her to even do that. Yeah. That says a lot. Like that says a lot about an artist, like yeah. their spirit to be able to go. Oh, hey, go ahead and do you real quick for mm-hmm. a couple minutes right here and at my show. You know. Yeah. You know, artists be how they be. (laughs) So I do want to thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. I feel like we would be able to talk about so many other things. So we'll have to get on another one just about different dialogue. Of course. Um, But before I I go, um, before you go, before we go, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, are we going to get some music from you at any point in life? (laughs) I, you know what? I had plans to do that we'll keep early this alive. year. <laughs> keep keep it. I can't say that I that I will definitely not, but um, I do like. Um, what do you feel that's holding? I, so I had this conversation with um Tony Dixon and uh, JQ in the studio. <laughs> Shout out to JQ. I'm gonna hit him up next to do yeah. the podcast. Um, <laughs> But he, we were talking about you were the subject of conversation, and like it was cool to see how people view other people, and like mm-hmm. just the the positive stuff that they were saying, and how you don't realize how talented you are, and that you Aww. you're you're a star, and you just don't see, you know. Um, and it's and I Aww. I 
get both sides of it because I've had people tell me certain things and I not believe it. But like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, if everybody's saying the same same thing, then I need to lean into it. Um, so I need you to lean in. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, no, and I, you know what I'm, what I've learned to um, just, just accept that and be, and be grateful for it. Be grateful, like me, I have to accept it and be grateful for it. Cause you know, sometimes um, you just don't, I was telling another really dope producer that I know that, um, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, anyway, that I um, haven't been able to accept being embraced because of some stuff that I had going on up here, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm working at that. I'm trying to get better about just accepting being embraced and really showing gratitude for it by, you know, by showing up. So I'm not going to say I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not doing it. And I haven't given it that much thought yet, but that was the plan at the top of the year and kind of got thrown off. So it might happen. Okay, okay, It might happen. I'm not going to say it's not. Not going to say it's not. At least just a single or something. Um... Now, see, that could definitely happen. Definitely. And, and you know what's so crazy that I was looking at the cover of the other project that's not long no longer on thing, but like yeah. but it had the perfect title. Because mm. it was a moment. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to last for forever, but everybody that's heard it, you know, it's still with them. It was a moment. Yeah, exactly. And that's crazy when you put it like yeah. that. That's true. Yeah. It was a moment. Either you you were there and you caught yeah, it. Exactly. It's like the the meme that they say like, "Oh, you had to be there." <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so, yeah. Usually, I play my. Well, before before I go, where can people contact you? Where can people get a hold of you? Social media or anything? Yes, and, I and am. If you're working on any other pro- type of projects or anything, or um, I am. I am currently um, writing. I'm just writing because I spent a lot of time not writing Mm -hmm. any songs. Like I hadn't written any songs for a couple of years, but I said, you know what? Let me get in. Let me write some songs. Let me, let me take the beats that, you know, speak to me and make me want to say something back into the studio and just, and, and that's, knock them out. So that's, that's crazy a- too, though. I don't see how artists or even songwriters can always have a song to write. It doesn't like because I feel like you would be also like you need to take a break so you can yeah. rejuvenate and experience some more things and not be stuck in you know. So you taking mm-hmm. a break is healthy. Yes, a hundred percent. Like I, I felt weird about it at first. It's like oh, you're supposed to be productive you're supposed to and then I was like you know what though I couldn't like I god forbid I should go in and just try and do anything or just do whatever to some music just to be able to say I did it I just that wouldn't even feel special I've tried it so um yeah but I that's what I'm on and um yeah I'm just creating I'm writing and I am about to start sending out records (laughs) That's awesome. To certain people, yeah, and um, I'm I'm optimistic about it. I love it. I for a minute I forgot how safe of a place that was for me, but I I do love it. I can't even front. And um, I be on Instagram more than anything else. 
I just don't even be, oh, I'm on Instagram and I'm also on Fanbase. And both of those are at Candace Nelson Music. I'm sorry, Candace Nelson Art. I just changed it recently because I do some other stuff too. Um, yeah. Awesome, yeah. that's awesome. I never do this. I hardly ever do this because I always don't think about that. But <laughs> y'all can follow me as well. Terrell Garnett. Yes. That's T-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-A-R-N-E-T-T underscore. Or, or find me on my website, terrellgarnett.com. Um, I'm on all social media and it's all the same. So you can find me anywhere you look. But um, also what mm-hmm. I don't know, I usually play the outro music. But what I'm going to play right now is one of your songs to leave us out in. Um, I always like to play three or four songs, but our dialogue didn't allow that to happen. So, <laughs> but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play this song, and it's like one of my favorites. And please, like, there's so many that I could choose from. Like, I, I really want to play the <laughs> unknown. I, I'm not gonna play the unknown, ah, but I really okay. want to play the unknown because that's just a whole word right there in itself about being in the unknown of a relationship. But that. Yeah. But um I'm gonna play Love Me. What is the sample? You know what? Oh my gosh. I had to find that because um Needles, as you know, I mean I don't know if you knew that already, but Needles is the producer of that. Mm. And I had to hit him. I was like, when when I was planning like this rollout and all yeah. this stuff or this re what do you call it? It's Re-release. like a yeah, like a reboot mm-hmm. exactly. Um, I had to hit him about it, and he told me what it was. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me what it was, and I just I cannot for the life of me remember I, I, you got I, me over here looking in my um i like i'm like i know the sound like i know i know this the, where the samples from but i just can't like and i don't know why i've never asked you before but i'm just like i know the other the record i just don't know like go figure oh no this is crazy i'm okay i'm you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna find it and i'm gonna send it to you okay because <laughs> i had it but yeah let's get into love me What's the problem? Why are you acting like that? Did I do something wrong? Don't you love me anymore? Don't you still love me, baby? Don't you love me anymore? Oh, 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 oh. Don't you love me anymore? Don't you still love me, baby? Something to ease my mind You know it's tearing me apart inside I know how much you hate to see me cry But it happens every time you lie So don't you tell me everything is alright When I can see with my own two eyes that it ain't You won't say, are you trying to push me away? Don't you love me Don't you love me, love me, love me Don't you still love me, baby? 
love me. But thanks again. Um, yes, I just got the, the last welcome. note in the song in my head right now. Out of all the girls that you, what was it? What, what, don't don't tell me. That hurt you before. before. How could you not love me anymore? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, right? <laughs> but is there anything, Man. any last words that you want to say that you, you know? I would like to thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. This has been a very unique experience. Um, I appreciate your insight. I think I, I appreciate your line of questioning because it's thought provoking um, in a different way, though, because, you know, you, you know, um, some of sometimes, you know, you only get the music question yeah and i I don't want it to be i don't want it to be just about the music because you guys are more than what you do this is precisely why that what you just said is precisely why i appreciate you and your platform so much thank you for having me on for thinking of me and being willing to have me on here i really really appreciate that well thank you so much for doing it in that and we are out y'all until next time yes Bye. Bye.